0: Well, everybody, welcome back to the Trick Podcast of Joy and So TV on this beautiful Wednesday, May 27th, Hump Day, they call it, because we're getting over the hump of the week, talking today about peace or numbers, peace or numbers. So this is a kind of a quarantine, I call it a transition episode, where I want to share with you some of the deep lessons, spiritual lessons that I'm learning as we go through this transition into a new life, into a new and better future. And it really deals with my struggle with numbers in every area of my life, whether it's how many people go to my church or how many people watch me online and even maybe how much weight I I weigh and the number associated with that and the deep discovery that i hope is an example to you of what that's done to my soul now numbers might not be your thing your thing might be how many people you're helping or the freedom that you lack right now or the frustration over not having the government do what you want to do whatever metric or Maybe trigger is a better word that gets you in that bad place of anger, frustration, or shame, or fear. That's what I'm talking about. But for for me, without a doubt, it's numbers. And when the numbers aren't there, it causes two things. First, I move to anxiety and fear, and then to anger. But when I'm with my good, what's that word? With my good angels, or whatever, whenever I have my good angel on my right shoulder, I don't focus on numbers and I move to peace and I create peaceful environments for everyone around me. But I want to talk about the process and even how raw this still is for me, and even though I'm healing from it, I would say 10 years of, I've I've spent the last 10 years asking God to heal me of this. I think I'm, I'm just beginning to enter that healing season, but it's still pretty raw. Just this morning, I did a live, and I was already, I guess, in the mindset of, let's see how many people, and so I was already going down the wrong track, and as zeros popped on my screen, and my rage only got louder and more obvious, and so I finally stopped the stream, and... I took a shower just to kind of unwind, and, and then I heard a podcast by one of my spiritual mentors, and she's talking about very similar things, about just, oops, there's Daisy, my dog, probably the Amazon guy is here again. <laughs> but how, for her, it's similar stuff. For her, it's her weight, and the rage that comes when she can't stay, stay in her ideal weight. And and just, she was talking about Abraham Hicks and some of the books that he's written, kind of along the lines along the lines of Eckhart Tolle and some of these incredible thinkers and and uh, spiritual people and learning how to move away from those metrics that are internal or maybe external I guess and to find your peace elsewhere so practically speaking for you and for me we have to basically the I guess this whole episode is about You and I have to find other ways to find that peace or that love or that sense of accomplishment that we all long for. If you are someone who is very practical and who looks at numbers, meaning, let's say, your income or how much money there is to buy food for your kids or clothes or that kind of stuff, and you're seeing, especially these days, the numbers go down or you're afraid that they may dwindle, you have to find a different way to handle that than the usual, than your usual ways. We all have to find our footing once again. And we can't be perfect right now. We're still in the middle of this storm. Maybe we're in the eye of the hurricane right now, you could call it. But it's time to begin to be aware of... Those things that destroy us, that hurt other people, that hurt ourselves. Maybe you drink when you feel anxious or angry. Maybe you medicate through social media when you are feeling ashamed or like you're not succeeding. We all have different ways, but the way forward is to really first, and this is the hardest one, is to be self-aware. Or as people call it, to be conscious, to be awake, as the cool kids call it. And that is the hardest thing, because most of us think that we're fine. It's just everyone else that knows that we're not. It's your husband, it's your grandkids, it's your, it's your friends, it's your staff. They know. And guess what? You know that they're not right either. So it goes both ways, but all that we are responsible to do is to fix ourselves. To grow, so that we can become the heroes of the story and the people of Goso that we want to be. So for me, here's some practical steps. First of all, I deleted that program that I did earlier today and I confessed it to God. I said, Lord, forgive me. I was just all I wasn't confessing just the anger and the rage, but I was confessing how it all started. That I was looking for I guess love in numbers in that little circle above my video that says zero and how somehow that makes me feel or that tells me or I've told myself that that tells me how significant I am or how loved I am. And logic and numbers and statistics just don't touch that because it's not a logical problem. When you and I are in our spin cycle, as I call it, you know, like our washers have a spin cycle and things are just spinning crazy and and faster and faster and out of control, No one can stop us. No reason, no no hug, no verse, no song, no sermon, nothing. Because the psychologists say that once the mind gets triggered on something, the body reacts a hundred times faster than the thought. And so the second thing that I try to do is to then, maybe like the 12 steps, you know, is to ask for forgiveness from those who I have hurt. And so the way that I do that now is I delete comments or I delete videos or podcasts that are done in anger and frustration. I I just get rid of that. I don't, because what happens when we produce something that's from our trigger, we then begin to defend it, right? You begin to find proof of why you are right and you should have. Told that person or you should have cheated or stolen or why you drank too much or why you're so worried you know the, the brain begins to find proof or it's a defense mechanism to to cover up your tracks to cover up your sins to sweep it under the rug and so that's what we do and that's what i was doing at the first half of my shower it was like well you know people don't this and P- and i'm just externalizing everything instead of being internal and searching my soul. And why did that happen? And of course, because we all have been around the block a few times, we all know why it happens. It's the same old thing, right? Over and over and over again. And it takes a lifetime to grow out of these horrible habits, out of this sinful nature. Really, I think we go to the grave with this, this sinful nature. That's what the Bible teaches. But we hope that in our 70, 80 years, 90 years, if we're lucky on this earth, we can at least improve a little bit each year. And so after I confessed and finally realized that it was all me, not somebody else's fault, I then went to my tools, my disciplines, meditation. that shower was part of my breathing and I just uh, I took a little extra longer shower with some cold water as I've learned from Wind Huff just try to wake up my body and not be in my in my instinct in my gut to not be in my head either logical because in those moments and when you're still in the heat of the battle your logic is as i said just looking for proof on why you are right and everybody else is wrong so instead i move to my heart or the three as you know centers of intelligence if you followed my teachings on the enneagram there's the gut center of intelligence, which is where this happens. You know, you're just reacting. It's that animal, kind of that mammal instinct that's in us. The, the fear of fight or freeze, you know, all those things are in the gut center. And as I said, it goes a hundred times the speed of your thought. So you can't even stop yourself. It's once you become aware of what you, you just did, it's too late. You've already told your grandkids that you don't like them or you already threw that plate on the floor or whatever. And so the first step, as I said, is self-awareness. Then it's confession. Third is to make amends with those that you've hurt. But then fourth is to go to your prince, to your disciplines. And so prayer, meditation, breathing. I went and had a healthy omelet with vegetables and, and fruit. And I had some water and some orange juice and avoided coffee, no sugar. Trying to get my mind and my body to align Sometimes, as I say, and again in AA, you have to halt whenever you're hungry, H, angry, A, lonely, L, T, tired, or S, stressed. You have to stop and you have to find the healthy habits. And so I ate, I had some water, talked to my mom for a little bit texted my wife, told her I love her, got in touch with my heart. The quickest way out of that trigger, out of that instinct, is to move to your heart or to your head. For you, it might be you You need to get logical. Like, is this really true? Does this person really hate me and want to destroy me? Or is this just how I'm perceiving it because of the hurt and shame that I feel about myself? Because I feel afraid? Because I feel like I'm ignorant? Or because I feel angry? And so you have to then examine that and then pause, reflect, pray, whatever you want to do. Go for a run. Some people, as I said yesterday, they are more in their bodies. And so you may want to go for a run or hit a punching bag or work out. Or, or maybe if you're more contemplative, you listen to the Word of God, you listen to Ghost of the TV, you download this episode. You, or, if you are more of a heart person, you call someone and you, you pray for someone else. So, you find your way out of the little mess. And then I would say the last step, fourth or fifth, is you then create something beautiful. And so that's what this podcast is. When I'm in my fury, I experience shortness of breath because I'm not even breathing through the episode. Because I'm in my euphoria. For you, you may not move towards activity. You might move towards procrastination and laziness or checking out, as I call it. And suddenly you're on the couch on Facebook or whatever for five, six hours. Or watching Netflix for ten hours. And you're gaining weight. You feel terrible. You know, You're in your body way too much. <clears throat> and so you have to then move away from that instinct towards action. Another thing that a lot of people do, especially the gut types, they move towards laughter. That helps me a lot, actually. I have a friend who is just a beautiful friend who always makes me laugh. Right now, I can't see him very often. and He's dealing with a ton of stuff. But when I'm usually in this kind of hyperactive mode, I call him or I'll just, I don't know, poke him. and Meaning trying to get a laugh out of him and it'll relax me. And so, you have to know what to move towards and the three major things to move towards as i mentioned is move towards spiritual disciplines that's one you can do all three but i would just pick one the one that's the most that works the best for you two is to move towards joy or towards something active that brings you joy and then third is to move towards loving people helping other people service to others for me, it was. I'm. Uh, I'm also in the head triad or the center. So, once I calm myself down, then I move towards my peace. My tone of voice changes. My attitude. My body language. My breathing once again changes. I'm not trying to catch my breath because I'm going so fast, but instead I'm pacing myself. I'm letting my brain catch up to my body or vice versa. My body, I'm letting my body slow down. Slow down my brain because usually you have one of those three things that just forges ahead. And for most of us, it's our, our mind first and then it moves to our body and then our heart. Our heart is usually what gets lost in the whole mix. Our heart is where true joy resides. That's where true love resides. The heart is where everything begins and starts. But When we are in our fear function or our flight or freeze functions, our heart gets buried because it's too difficult to admit that we're hurt or that we're sad or that we're afraid or that we're angry or that we feel shame. And depending on our culture, especially your religious maybe upbringing and a lot of the guilt and a lot of the, I think, the horrible teaching in the churches that is out there, there's a lot of good teaching too. So it's not one sided, but. Depending on all those things, you may not even know that it's okay to to be upset or to fear or to feel like you're less than. You you feel shame over those things. You've been shamed by teachers and parents and religious leaders, by your own hearts, by the Bible. Sometimes people even feel condemned by the Bible or by as I again preachers or or it could be a, yeah a teacher or a mentor, our own hearts. Who needs help? Our own hearts deceive us, the Bible says. And so you have to know the deception that you're living. Because if if you're experiencing hate or anger or fear or shame, it's, it's your sin speaking. It's your ego. It's the false self. It's the shadow self. It's all these terms that many different spiritual leaders use. It's the same thing. The Bible calls it our sinful nature, or the false self, Paul calls it, or our old self, he calls it. And you can't kill it, you can't destroy it, you can only peck away at it one year at a time. Not one day at a time. It does take uh, everyday work, but I I say one year at a time because it takes a lifetime. So give yourself some grace. Humble yourself. Don't think you're at level 5 when you're really at level 2. Don't think you're so advanced and really you're just a beginner. And I don't say that to shame anyone. I just say that so that you can be free to be a beginner again, so that you can actually grow. Because those people that Mm -hmm. think they're so advanced, guess where they end up? Back at the bottom, back at the beginning. The only way down is up, or the only way up is down. So it's better, the Bible says, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. It's better that you humble yourself publicly, on your own, to your wife, to your kids, to your loved ones online. I don't recommend online because it's... Unless you have a podcast and you have a platform and you've, you're have something that you've been working on for 10 years, then yeah, but... Uh, work with a mentor. Work with a spiritual director. Work with someone that you trust. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't just think, I got this. You don't have it. My own awareness has taken 10 years of deep work. And that's just because I screwed up my am. Maybe you're, as I said, maybe you're more advanced than me. You probably are. But only you know. Only you know your real instincts and motivations and why you do what you do. Those things that nobody knows about. I'm not here to unearth your sins. You already know But I'm here to make it okay to be aware and then to move towards health. So my commitment, which is a commitment that I had uh, two weeks ago, and then I broke that commitment, is to not look at numbers. You know what happened, I guess, just to wrap this up? I wasn't looking at numbers for like a year almost, and it was the best year of my life. And then someone told me, oh, you know that only three people watch you? And that just like almost like erase it was like a relapse for the alcoholic you know and this is very much like aa i love recovery work i think everyone should be in recovery i've never dealt with quote-unquote an addiction but to me this is my addiction all this anxiety fear anger all this stuff but in recovery they say that you have to be aware and then you sometimes have these setbacks or these relapses and that's kind of what happened when I heard that only three people watch me, then it just put me back in this panic and this shame and this, I'm a failure, all these lies. And then since then, it's been two weeks until right now, I'm publicly declaring my victory. I'm done looking at numbers. I'm no no longer going to look at the metrics or the numbers or the views when I'm live, when I'm doing a video when i'm here with these podcasts because it only damages me and i don't do what i'm here to do on this earth and that's to love you to bring you joy and goal so to bring you peace and perspective instead i show up as a as a as a man i don't want to be so some practical steps for you reflect on what i'm saying don't just say okay that guy screwed up that's fine if you think that i really have no no shame in knowing that i need a savior and I need the gospel daily but I would rather you do is that you say how am I being triggered you probably aren't triggered by numbers but you're maybe triggered by politics or by injustices or by uh, a lack of security and safety or freedom Maybe you're triggered by feeling that you're not as smart as other people. You haven't accomplished as much educationally or fitness or in your profession. So these are just some of the ways that we're triggered as humans. And then you have a habit or a kind of a <clears throat> a circle of death that we, that we entertain, that we keep repeating over and over again. And so be aware of those things. Draw, meditate, breathe. Take showers, go on, go, take cold showers, go on long walks, confess. Confession is so important. I wish we could just spend a whole year confessing. I would be the first in line. It would take 11 months of persistence because no one would come to that meeting for 11 months. And then maybe on month 12, you would have five or 10 people. And those five, 10 people would change the world. And I want to be one of those people, my dear friend, and I know you do too. I invite you. Come be a part of this Goso community, of this Goso nation. Vida Goso. de la vida Goso. Living on Goso Street. Jamba Juice for the soul. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you share this broadcast with your friends. Share this episode. Leave me a comment in iTunes or on Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you're listening to this. Google Play. Leave me a five-star review. Tell everyone about the Trick Podcast of Joy. Thank you for being here, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to The David Trigg Show. Find the complete archive at davidtrigg.com or subscribe for free through the podcast app on iTunes or Stitcher on Android. Each week, we bring you a message of joy, success, and personal power in spite of fear, anxiety, and depression. Because as we like to say, though there's pain in the night, goso comes in the morning.